And uh, joining us now is our compadre. I got to say, another one of our quarterbacks. Can't say the quarterback, or you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get yelled at. But uh, the quarterback, I'm going to say, Jay Schrader. He is recouping from his knee surgery. He uh, could not uh, waltz his way down here, but next best thing, we've got Jay on the phone as we continue our championship game coverage here tonight. Jay, what's going on, brother? Not much. How are you guys doing? And Marco, yeah, you lost that bet. Being in the booth with TC, you lose. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Marco's going to win, though, after the game, man. He's going to have some comfy surroundings, and he's going to have some food and beverage. So who loses then, my friend, huh? There you go. As long as you take the care of you, you're good. That's it. And we got room for you, Jay. So I don't know, man. If you need to take a couple Motrin, man, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we can, we can, I think it's about, you know, for you from the parking lot to the door, it might be about 30 yards. I think you could tough that out with a walker. Yeah, well, I got my walker. I'm up doing my thing, you know, but uh, it's a little more than Motrin at this point. So, you know, I understand. just going to take it easy. Well, hopefully uh, you're, you're doing uh, good, my friend. You know, hopefully you're... I am. I am. I am on the road to road to recovery. It's just, uh, you know, it's nice and swollen and big and fat, you know, which goes along with the rest of me, but that's all good. <laughs> all right, brother. All right, so let's talk about tonight's championship game here. Uh, TCU... In Georgia, um, again, the, the Horned Frogs not getting a whole lot of respect. But, again, if we uh, go by what our eyes saw last, you know, going back to last Saturday, we saw two high-octane offenses. We saw two fantastic games. Uh, you know, TCU believes that they can win this game, but they're still not getting a lot of respect, not only from uh, media members and fans, but from the betters as well, too, as this line is still uh, has TCU a 13-point underdog. What are your thoughts? You know, I got to ask Marco, because if I was a betting man, I'd be taking TCU on the points. I I don't understand after watching the way they could put points on the board. I understand Georgia, you know, their high-powered offense, but TCU can score with the best of them. So, Marco, why is the line so big? I don't don't get it. Well, this is what the line was on the look-ahead. They didn't adjust it from what the look-ahead line was, and you would have thought watching the two games because Georgia was lucky to advance. Ohio State, you know, outplayed them for most of the game, missed that field goal at the end, and then everybody, the country, seeing what TCU did to Michigan, I thought maybe it would come out 10 and a half, 11, mm. that they would make a little bit of adjustment from the look-ahead line. But I'm going to make you scratch your head even more, Jay. I'm on the under <laughs> tonight, so pray for me because it's I'm not full. A minute. The under is like 61. How can you be on the under? It's 68. Marco's getting 63 and a half. I got it at 63 and a half, and, and it's not going to be fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> if this game is like, you know, 30 27 at halftime, TC is going to get hit for a big uh, food bill because I'll, I'll have to eat my sorrows away. <laughs> Marco will be leaving at halftime. That's what I got the feeling. He's good. Well, I mean, I'm not a better, but I would. I mean, I would take TCU in the points, and I would go for the over. So I don't know what you hit your head on, Marco. But <laughs> 60, sixty-three points—that could be a halftime score. Hey, hey Jay, TC, tell him what, what my record was yesterday. Uh, he and he. So it, it, it took Marco twenty-two seconds when we started the show today to re, to remind us that he was three and zero. Okay, yesterday. Now last week, Jay. Now last week when you were here, we were all three together. How long did it take Marco to tell us? what his record was 
Oh, he didn't. He had no chance. There you go. Right. No chance. You know why no chance? Because I had two guys telling me all the food they were going to eat that I was going to be paying for. I, that's when you guys came up for air. But I got to say, I lost. And let me let me tell you. Hey, let me tell you. This you know, laying around. I haven't been hungry for a while, so that food's going to be really good, Marco. <laughs> See, we have this thing here that when Jay and Marco are like on opposite sides, it hasn't worked out for Marco. I mean, then again, but but Marco isn't betting on the Houston Texans or the Cleveland Browns this time around. So it's just yeah. it, it is just a total. But yeah, it is weird because yeah, I think again, people are thinking, okay, we had two two games last week that went a hundred points plus. But this is college football; they go up and down. But for some reason, I think that people think that all of a sudden this Georgia defense is going to be the Georgia defense that they thought they were going to see, you know, five, six, seven weeks ago. And again, LSU, I mean, 500 yards against them. Ohio State, you know, 500 yards against them. I mean, I, I don't know. Right. I mean, what 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 corrections, Jay, what corrections can, can a defense make, you know, uh, like this in a short amount against a team that's, that's averaging 41 points per contest? It, 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 all, it all comes down to matchups. And obviously, you know, I, I agree. Georgia's defense is is not only physical, but they had the speed to keep up. Okay, and I think you know, I think they were just too much. They just had too much speed for Michigan, uh, but I think Georgia's got the speed to do it. But I mean, I just you know, I'm not ever going to go. This is why I don't bet because I'd be broke a long time ago. But uh, you know, because these guys that do this for a living, they get it right. You know, more often than not, I would just, you know, my eye test tells me TCU and the points in the over uh, based on what's happened the last couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to it. It, it should be a good game. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the Horn Frogs. You know, who doesn't want to root for the underdog, right? Because if you root for the underdog, they win the championship. And now at the beginning of next year, when everybody goes to spring ball, you now have 60 teams that go, hey, we got a shot instead of the usual five, right? I mean, let's be honest, right? There, we all know it comes down to, you know, there's four or five teams that every year that we know are going to be in the hunt and they're going to play well. It's nice to see the one team jump up and make a great run and have a chance to win the championship. Hey, I, I got the Horned Frogs, Jay. I'm taking those points, and I believe in them. Again, again, this is a team that if they take care of the football, they're going to be fine. And again, and I pointed out last hour, we've seen a lot of underdogs win titles. I mean, again, we, we saw it in college basketball, UConn in 2014, they were 65 to 1. Uh, the Warriors won, you know, in 2015 at 28 to 1. Uh, we've seen the Rams at 150 to 1 back at, you know, Kurt Warner's team in, in 1999. Right. We've seen this before. You know, we, we, we've seen it. And again, there's more and more parody now. And again, this TCU team is not a fluke. And, you know, for me, no, I just, you know, that's one thing they're, they're, they're not. They are a darn good football team. So don't, don't get, you know, hey, they just got lucky. No, they're a darn good football team. That's for sure. All right. Uh, Jay Schrader uh, joins us. Jay, let's uh, talk real quick about uh, the NFL here. And tell me how many times you've seen a defensive back that would just like on a fourth down in a very meaningful game just walk down the line of scrimmage before a ball is about ready to be snapped and decide to he was going to pick up the ball. And then the same game, you see another goofball on the defensive side that decides to push a medical personnel, a trainer from the other team. 
You ever seen anything like this? And of course, you you know what I'm referring to. Rasul Douglas yeah. from, and and Kawhi Walker yeah. from the Green Bay Packers in that game where the Packers just had this monster meltdown last night against the Lions. Well, that's the only way you can describe it. Monster meltdown. And, and number one, everybody knows you don't mess with trainers, doctors, anybody that comes on the field. I don't care if they bump you. I don't care if they grab you and throw you. You have nothing to do with them, and especially after this last week. What are you, what are you even thinking? Okay? I mean, that, that's ridiculous. And I've never seen the DB walk down the line and just like, I'm a football I'm like, I'm watching that going, oh, my goodness. These Green Bay folks have just lost their marbles. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, there were some very interesting things in that game. Um, you know, the Packers came up short. But I'll tell you what, i got to give Detroit a lot of credit. They played very, very well. And uh, it, was, it was nice to see Dan Campbell's got a good thing going on in Detroit. Good for him. All right, so I don't know if we, you have your, your sister's 10 uh, future tickets. Uh, how many of those future tickets are, are still alive with teams that made the playoffs? You know, I'm going to have – I'll check in with her this week, and okay. I'll, I'll get you a total before Friday. I'll let you know. There you go. All right, good stuff here. All right, a quick take on, on what we saw at Allegiant Stadium on Saturday. Uh, the Chiefs came in here. Uh, of course, we saw the sea of red with the 49ers last week. It was just as much so with the, the Chiefs fans and uh, the Raiders, for the most part, non-competitive. Chiefs just took it to them. And uh, Kansas City, uh, looking like uh, the Chiefs team that we normally see come you know December, January, and maybe even into February here. Yeah, very, very disappointing after the week before um, because you thought that they'd come out and be competitive uh, at least for a while and give Kansas City a yeah, run. But they, they, Kansas City took it to them from the first drive. They threw the big play down there, and Kansas City did whatever they wanted to do uh, all day long. And, uh, it was just disappointing that they weren't competitive uh, in the game to finish up the season. Jay, what did you think of the ring around the posy uh, play? <laughs> You know, here, here's, here's my take on it, okay? I mean, and I try to explain this to people all the time because, you know, you got these gargantuan, huge men out there playing, and I try to tell people all the time, we're a bunch of three-year-olds in, gar- you know, these massive bodies playing a game. And I got to give Andy Reid a bunch of credit because Andy Reid's been along a long time. He's old school. But he's adapted to the young guys and said, hey, let's have some fun. Every year they do some fun things. They do some things. He lets this guy draw up the play, come up with a trick play, and he runs it. And that's why Andy Reid gets these guys to play. So I love it. I think it's great. I think it's fun to watch because you got these grown men out there running around, playing ring around the rosy, whatever they're doing. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun to watch. So, And you know what? The bottom line is, look, if you don't like it, stop it. <laughs> but nobody's been able to stop it. So, you know, just I, I'm enjoying the process, and I, I'm just yeah, – I'm glad for Andy Reid. I'm a big Andy Reid yeah. fan. We, yeah, you and I both are. Okay, so here's the deal. You're talking about the ring around the rosies, all right? But do you guys know what a pocket full of posies are? Huh? A pocket full no of posies. Idea. Huh? Do you know? I have no Flowers. idea. I have no idea. Yeah, let's, it is. Yeah. Let's not get into trivia. We don't want trivia. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, Well, they're not really real flowers, but they're like a bouquet. Okay. And, and you want some trivia? Here's the breaking news, Nub Chuck. Here you go. So people can clarify this because, again, 
we do the best research of the T.C. Martin Show, as you well know. So the Ring Around the Rosies, pocket full of posies, all right, that is reference to the plague back in the day. And you would take the posies, which would be a bouquet of flowers, and that would basically uh, take away the smell of the plague. How about that? There you go. There you go. That's, there some, you go. that's some big-time useful knowledge or unuseful knowledge. You know what? There you, you go. You are, you are just full of useless knowledge. Thank that you. Awesome. That's, that's what we have here for you, my friend. All right. You got a final score prediction tonight? Let's hear the Jay Schrader special. Let's go. What's the, what's the score tonight? Uh, 38-31, Georgia. 38-31, Georgia. All right. That's too many points. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Marco. So, Jay, uh, we're going to let you go, but before that, you know, let's uh, the Black Monday, as they like to call it, where usually have several head coaches that lose their jobs. Cliff Kingsbury out in Arizona. We saw that one coming. Jeff Saturday, the interim coach there uh, in Indianapolis. They're going to take some time. Uh, We know that Saturday more than likely is not going to to be back, but maybe a little bit of a shocker to some people is Lovey Smith. Uh, out at Houston, uh, especially they played hard, lost a lot of close one-score games. Uh, give us a quick take about any of those head coaching firings and job openings. Uh, not surprised at any of them, and there's more to come. Um, there's there's going to be a lot more uh, offensive, defensive coordinators jobs that are going to be coming open. Some more, you know, guys bouncing back and forth, uh, doing different things. Um, not surprised. I think that, uh, you know, the big one, the big question mark is what's going to happen in LA with, uh, McVie out there. Is he going to want to come back or not? And, uh, it's, you know, let me tell you, it's the NFL is an absolute fantastic league. You stay in it as long as you can as a player or a coach, but I'll tell you what, it is a grind, and it, uh, it, uh, it wears on you. And you've got to be mentally, physically strong to, to be in there. So uh, it's tough, no question about it. And Black Monday, and we'll roll into Tuesday. We'll see more We'll see more openings though before we see anybody taking jobs. That's for- mm. All right, brother. Uh, continue to heal up. Uh, we look forward to getting you back over here. And uh, take care of yourself. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You got it, brother. There is Jay Schrader, the quarterback right here who is uh, rehabbing. And uh, I don't know, he's, you know, whether it's the Motrin or whatever he's got going. Sounded like he got a smile on his face there. But uh, he's rehabbing very nicely. And the athlete that Jay Schrader is, the professional quarterback, Super Bowl champion. Hey, man, that's that's not an easy rehab when you're coming, you know, reconstruction with the, the knee surgeries and all that stuff. And he's doing well, so good for him.